AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's Tuesday, March 16th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. There's a lot of questions about vaccine passports and when they might be available in the U.S. These could be paper or digital documents that show you are fully vaccinated or recently tested negative for coronavirus, and it may allow you to travel internationally more freely or avoid local quarantines. Dr. John Torres, senior medical correspondent at NBC News, joins us for how the U.S. is still far away from laying any groundwork to get these vaccine passports implemented. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Torres. You bet, Oscar. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. I wanted to talk about this whole thing. Uh, we've been hearing a lot about vaccine passports or digital passports. They're, they're, they kind of have a few different names to them, but this is something that a lot of countries are working on. A lot of companies are even thinking about the process in which this could help out. And basically, this could be as simple as uh, something digital or maybe a paper document that shows that you had your vaccination or maybe you recently got tested and you were negative for COVID-19. This would allow for a little bit more freer travel. Maybe you won't have to quarantine when you land in another country, things like that. But we're not really sure where the U.S. stands on it right now. There's really no plan being set forth yet on this. And the travel season is going to start coming up sooner or later. And, you know, will the U.S. be ready and have these things implemented? So, Dr. Torres, I know you do a lot of international travel. You train NATO forces. Tell me a little bit more about what you're finding out about these vaccine passports. And Oscar, you're exactly right. They call them different names, passport certificates. And essentially what they're doing is they're going to allow you to get into countries to get into certain areas. And in some countries, they're going to allow you to get into bars and restaurants and hotels because they show that you either had the vaccination, you're fully vaccinated, or that you've had a recent test and you were negative, depending on which countries, but the countries are already starting to look at them. And the important thing is there's a lot of criticism of them because they say it's going to basically separate us into the haves and have-nots, those who can travel and those who can't. And so what most countries are looking at is not using it as a you can't come in if you don't have it, but instead using it as a you don't have to go through a quarantine process if you 
have this passport. You mentioned being on paper. More than likely, it's going to be more of a phone-type app because there's more security in that. And one of the concerns here in the U.S. is when you get your vaccine, and I've gotten my both my vaccines, you get a CDC card. It's a white card, and it has the lot number and when you got the vaccines. That is easily forgeable. So a lot of countries and a lot of companies that are starting to come up with these apps are saying that's not good enough. We need a certification body, as in the CDC or state public health departments, to do this. The disconnect is that those aren't set up right now. So these are going to happen, these vaccine passports. And if you look right now, there's a variety of, of countries. The first one was Iceland, and then you have Hungary, Czech Republic, Georgia, Poland, all these other countries. Greece are starting to say we're going to do it as well. In some of the most popular countries, Germany's looking at it, Spain's looking at it. It's just a way for them to open tourism, but do it in a way they know that they can still be safe, Oscar. And one of the things, though, is that the U.S. is not really anywhere near that right now. The CDC is still discouraging travel, essential, you know, non-essential travel for people that are fully vaccinated even. And, you know, they're going to come out with some more guidance soon enough on that, but we don't have that yet. And in the meantime, really the process for getting all of this other stuff done, whether it's an app or some official card or something, we don't have the groundwork for that just yet. Exactly. We don't have the groundwork. And that's one of the big concerns because we're only a few months away from summer and people are going to travel this summer. You know, they're tired of being home. We're seeing that right now with spring break with people traveling during spring break. So they will be traveling. They will be needing these passports. IBM has something called the health pass. And I talked to them and they said, yes, we can do this. It's an app that goes on a phone, but we need data from the CDC or state health departments. I talked to a variety of state health departments and they all said, it's very complicated to get the information. I live in Colorado. I had to fill out a form that was notarized. I had to send in a copy of my driver's license. And then they sent me the information. But even that wouldn't be good enough because it has to come directly from the public health department. CDC said that they don't have that in place yet. They're looking at issuing guidance. When I asked them when, they said they have no timeline on that. Again, we're only a few months away from summer. And then Andy Slavis, who is, you know, runs the uh, pandemic response for the White House, he said today essentially that this is something that should be private, it should be secure, free, available, but it's not the role of the government to hold that data. I don't necessarily agree with them because I think the government needs to give these entities that data and we'll see what happens. Yeah, especially if the CDC is handling the kind of authentication of all of it. It's got to come from somewhere. And as we've seen throughout the entire pandemic so far with the rollout of testing, vaccines, everything really from top to bottom, every state is doing it differently. And it creates a lot of problems, a lot of headaches, especially when you're trying to do something like this. And you mentioned, you know, you got yours in Colorado, your vaccines in Colorado, you had a get a form notarized in California, they can verify that stuff, but it's not available to the public in Florida. They say, contact your local health department. And you made mention in your article about this, you know, they had a little problem with some vaccine tourism at the beginning of it. So what do you do if you went to Florida and got one now, but you live in another state? And the big concern is here in Colorado, of the states I called, Colorado is by far the easiest to get that information. And it was available. I had to jump through a few hoops. But even they weren't giving it to these entities like, you know, the Health Pass or the Common Pass, which is another one. And these other states are saying, you know, we don't even really have anything in the works right now. And they haven't really, at least from what they were telling me, didn't have much information as far as what they were going to do. Again, the CDC is like, well, we're, we don't know yet. You know, we're still trying to figure it out. And vacations are, are coming. So my guess is that over the next few weeks or month or so, you're going to hear more and more information because there's going to be more and more pressure from the public to say, hey, we're going to need these things to travel. Let's see what happens with that, Oscar. And this is the next phase of it. We're getting vaccines ramped up. It's still going to take some time to get everybody vaccinated. You know, the president has said by the end of May, if everybody wants one, they can get one. 
but that's still not going to be all people. And these vaccine passports are, are being looked at for more than just international travel, you know, sporting events, concerts, going to theaters, even taking a cruise. They're really looking at this as a possibility for more than just, uh, as I said, international travel. Probably best example of this is Israel started what they call the Green Pass. And Israel has the highest rate of vaccinations in the world. They have right now about 50%, a little above 50% fully, or one vaccine, almost 50%, two vaccines. And if you look at 65 and above, it's in the 80% range that are fully vaccinated. And so they're starting to implement what they call the Green Pass. With the Green Pass, which is basically either an app or a piece of paper that says you got the vaccine, you can get into, into cultural events, sports events, gyms, hotels, restaurants, but if you don't have a green pass, you can't get in there. So they're trying to use that, one, to make sure these things are open safely, but also to incentivize other people to get the vaccine. And I think once you start seeing these passports, and I think to a certain extent, you know, the government's looking at ways to improve the vaccine hesitancy to get more people to want to take the vaccine. This is a good step, a good way to do it, saying, hey, if you get the vaccine, it doesn't mean you can't do these things. It just means it's much easier to do these things, and you can do it in a more timely fashion. You can catch more of Dr. John Torres on a special nightly news kids edition this Saturday. You can also check him out weekdays on the NBC nightly news. Dr. John Torres, senior medical correspondent for NBC news. Thank you very much for joining us. You bet. Thank you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the daily dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.